and I just want to be honest about that. I do have my sad days, my bad days. I have a fair share of everything that you have because our professions are maybe different, but the life of a human is somewhere almost same. Like we have troubles, maybe in our love life, our economic life, or with family, with friends. You will always have a shoe. Every person has a shoe. I don't like to keep it here in front of you because I made it clear since day one that I'm here to give you comedy content, and that is only one thing I'm gonna do. This is episode number one hundred ten of the inspiring talk with YouTuber Niharika Singh. Welcome back inside yet another episode of the Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm your host for this show. Each week, I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. I'm excited to have Niharika Singh on the show today. Niharika runs a comedy YouTube channel by the name. Captain Nick. She enjoys a fan following of over two millions across the platforms. Niharika studied journalism and wanted to become a radio jockey. She couldn't find a job. She was interning with the FM station back in 2016. She then made some funny lip sync videos on the app called Dub Smash just for fun. Her friends found those videos very funny and suggested that she starts a YouTube channel. She wanted to go ahead and give this a shot, and started a YouTube channel called Captain Nick. She's today one of the most popular creators of the country. She has recently delivered a TEDx talk. Now, becoming an internet star sometimes can be hard. You have to deal with a lot of hate and criticism from the people you have never met. This can take a toll on your mental health and your self worth. Also, you have a lot of Pressure to stay relevant and become better and keep your audience hooked. In this episode, we discuss how to deal with critics, why everything you see on the internet is not true, and also you get to hear some dark sides of becoming a creator. I really enjoyed this conversation and hope you will too. Let's get started. Welcome back inside. This episode of the Inspiring Talk, and I'm super excited to be joined by Niharika Singh, aka Captain Nick. Welcome to the show. Hi, Vijay. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, Niharika, I want to jump straight into this. And on one of the interviews that you recently had, you said you can't make everyone happy, and uh, this is not just a quote; it's actually a mantra to a peaceful life. What do you mean? I mean, I I learned it the hard way. I said it in my uh, talk also because initially I used to feel like I don't know why people are hating because I'm here to give you smiles. Mm-hmm. That's the only intention I have to have your attention, but to make you smile. Mm-hmm. I intentionally don't pick any political stuff. I don't talk about anything that's gonna end up in creating controversy. So why this hate and why this whatever like people call it? There are several names for it. and then i realize it's just like they want to do it no matter how much you try to you know impress all types of people who are on social media a particular mm-hmm. type will always be left behind complaining and not being happy with your work 
and telling mm-hmm. you to do something different which is not necessarily in your comfort zone so i accepted that mantra started practicing it and then now mm-hmm. i can finally say that i really don't give a damn about these negative comments and the hate speech or whatever these things are and uh, you know for me personally what has really helped in the realization that when somebody put that you know hate out mm-hmm. there on the internet and because it's easy for you to you know sit behind the keyboard and you know where you right. just don't have to put the face in fact that's you know this is something that i learned from one of the guests where it's not about you when somebody put that hate out it's not about you True. right the person who put Very. the hate out is the one who is hurt themselves and you can't right. pour love when you are filled with hate right and you can't pour kindness you know when you yourself don't have it and i think that realization kind of changed my perspective uh, so one of my mentors like initially uh, he was the one who told like these people are so emotionally troubled that they don't even realize that you know these kind of words foul languages will end up hurting somebody else because they don't know me personally there are so many comments vijay when i go and i see the profile because i just want to know i'm so curious that why this person is you know spitting this kind of venom for me does he know me have i done something to him what is it about they don't know you they are not following you also in the first place they are just there to abuse you for what who is the disturbed one here who should be worried it's not me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like i just delete the comment and uh, possibly block that person so that he doesn't do it he she whatever doesn't do post these kind of comments for me ever again but these are the only things in my hand i mean how i protect my peace is by doing this yeah and also the other thing and obviously you know no matter how much we say these do not affect me or i don't yes. let them affect me in any way but to some extent right somebody might stay with that for hours or maybe for some people it might be days like oh my god somebody told me this and am right. i really this or that but you know to some extent it does affect everyone right if somebody says that it don't really affect me you know i i just don't think it works that way and, the, and if somebody has reached that level then there's a lot of work that goes into before somebody reaches that stage right so i'm sure you know that happens to you as well when there is a lot of that hate or a lot of the comments and do you feel that oh you know what am i worth it do you have those self doubts the moment or maybe you know have you been through that obviously you have then you know what has really helped you to maybe kind of overcome those and the people who are listening not necessarily are the youtubers or the content creators who are putting a lot of content out there and you know looking for head but you know that they can say that oh you know what because the the amount that comes to you know the way of somebody who is online somebody who right. is a creator putting stuff out in the online the amount is a lot right other than right. even for the regular person normal person there's a lot that comes from friends and family or the people right. that you don't even know or a stranger and stuff like that so what has really helped you maybe you know that can kind of people uh, implement yeah. or maybe use in their life yeah i mean with work i have really stopped worrying about if someone is calling me or oh, you are a bad creator you create bad videos you're mm. not funny i mm-hmm. have like i've really put myself into that place where these kind of comments doesn't affect me and i really believe me when i say this i'll tell you what kind of comments haunt me when certain profiles i mean they write bad stuff for everyone it's not only about girls or boys they write bad stuff foul languages abusive words for everybody but when certain profile describes certain sexual acts what they want to do to you in the worst possible language mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That brings such kind of rage inside me. I mean, it's only like, you know, you are emotionally so, so disturbed at that point that you would even end up killing that person if it was in front of you. Because mm-hmm. the rape threats, like I told you, they describe what they want to do with you in the worst possible language you can imagine, Vijay. So these things, mm-hmm. to, you know, read online from a stranger's account and hundreds of other people are going to read this. Imagine what, mm-hmm. what are you going to feel about this? No. And this mainly happens with female creators, female accounts only. I'm not saying boys are not trolled online, but when they do it to girls, they take it to such a high level that they don't really think about it. Nothing. So these kind of things really bother me a lot. And I'm sorry, but I think I can never, you know, learn to tolerate this because there is no way this should be tolerated in the first place. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think this takes a lot of toll on your own mental health yes. and peace, right? And because you are so disturbed with that event, and while, you know, uh, the person just doesn't know you and the person might be hurt, and all you can do is just, you know, show the empathy and kindness for the hate comment. But something like this, and sometimes for creators, because also at the same time, you have to wear a certain mask and, you know, before you present, you know, and we'll talk about that later about, you know, mm. vulnerability and authenticity. But because also you have to wear this mask because your audience have certain expectation out of you. And sometimes it can get lonely, isn't it? Where Absolutely. you just can't go and talk to it, anyone. Then, you know, who do you go out and, you know, share this? What helps you to kind of come out of this? What is it that you do as a practice? Is there, if there's anything. Yeah, it's only family and very few close friends who now know that, okay, your profession is glamorous and, you know, all about fame and everything. But it's also one of the most uh, disturbing profession because you are being judged here for every single thing, for your looks, for the way you speak, for your viewpoints, for your political opinions, for everything. So people are going to bash you. doesn't matter if you have some opinion to give or you don't have any opinion to give at all. You are constantly under their magnifying glass. They're going to judge you. And it's okay. I'm not complaining. Yes, I decided to be a content creator. So this is the kind of replies we get also in return when we say, it's like, why you guys mm-hmm. are being so mean to us? It's like, you decided to be a public figure, right? So you got to deal with this. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> So it's always mm. family, it's always friends to whom you can just mm-hmm. go and talk to and then they really, you know, bring the calmness that, you know, it's okay. You have been there before, it happens. Then they give us several examples where, you know, which help us to just come out of that whole situation. And once you have, you know, been through this experience, you will always come out like even strong out of it. God forbid if this happens next time, which always does end up happening. So it's always friends and family. And then you just take a few days off social media. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere, take a mini vacation, staycation, whatever, and then come back. Because it's your job at the end of the day. Like you can't take chutti from your office forever, right? If you don't like the job, mm-hmm. or something is disturbing you. So it's the same thing for creatives like us also, I guess. Like we just take a break. We try to, you know, clear our head, get some fresh air and just work on our peace. We build our Jenga again. Yeah. And I think you kind of uh, keep on building uh, walls. And I know that it takes a lot of effort and 
courage and a lot of time for you know anybody to say that oh you know what things just don't really affect me someone else's opinion whether you are a creator or not that's a totally different story right for somebody to say that oh you know what your opinions just don't matter to me anymore and building that kind of screen and building that kind of filter definitely do take a lot of time and courage and i have been through the same journey of people saying all sort of things right all sort of things unwanted suggestions do this and do that and you know why don't you fix this why don't you fix that why don't you try this and try that and all sort of suggestions and also you know this is something that i'm thinking a lot about lately which is embracing the flaws that we have and saying that oh you know what this is me okay and i think to some extent we have known each other for almost one and a half years now and been closely observing the kind of things that you do and also talk about on the social media one thing that i've realized is you know what you're like this is me and i completely own it and that is so liberating that the moment you say that you know what i accept who i am then i think the acceptance of someone else is also very high because then you are not looking for perfection in someone else as well then you are like you know what i accept the person as it is right so but you know i'm i'm sure there is a lot of because you have to create a lot and because you have to stay relevant and you started in 2016 from just having that first 3000 followers and then one video happened where you went on to kind of become popular and then now to almost at 2 million today you know and what worked in 2016 or even let's say early this year may not work later so you know how do you stay relevant and how do you deal with that pressure to stay relevant and you know and just entertaining the audience in your case obviously uh, there are creative blocks there are time when there is nothing in your head and you feel like oh my god like what uh, am i out of ideas now how this channel is going to run but i as a person i don't have to worry about this because when i decided to you know come up with a channel where i'll put all my ideas in form of videos my first video itself was a generation of it was a like a whole production of my idea what was happening inside my brain and i just had to execute it so i did not go to any second person or third person to get the ideas and you know to ask for help it's like listen i'm thinking on this topic so will you like help me to generate something here with me it was all me so i kind of had that confidence in me that maybe i'm not never going to go out mm-hmm. of idea like completely like there's going to be a blank uh, an end at some point of time so i i'm not like overconfident about this but i'm just confident that with life with meeting so many people with so many new things happening in your life you will always come up with one or mm-hmm. the other content like initially when i was only 25 i guess i used to make a lot of content around youngsters like college going people because i was in i just came out of college at that point of time and about internship then um, i attended few weddings of people who are very closely related to me so i saw a lot of weddings personally and that was my new experience this uske pehle i have never experienced a wedding so closely so i did so many videos on weddings like people literally like at mm-hmm. one point they were like please stop mm-hmm. making wedding videos now mm-hmm. we are kind of done i was like okay <laughs> because yeah. see, new experiences give you a lot more content now when i'm like almost about to be 30 i'm experiencing new things in my life i mean it's it's always fun to make content about them because at every point this age group is going to feel relevant to me and it's like i have lived school life i have lived college life so i can always do the comparison 
so if you have a creative mind i don't think you are completely going to be you know shut out of the ideas niharika now you know you have come a long long way from you know 2016 to right from creator and i have been through the same journey obviously not on youtube but on the podcasting i started in 2017 and when i look back at my own journey and there's so much that i have learned and there is a lot that you know i continue to learn every single day as a creator as a person who's having conversation with people on the podcast and as a podcaster and i'm sure you know you have learned a ton and if we have to look back at the niharika 2016 thinking of starting a youtube channel and if there's someone who is just you know thinking of hey i want to start a youtube channel or maybe you know start sharing content online then what would be some of the tips that you want to give to somebody who's just looking at getting started to putting themselves out one thing i always say to all the questions when i get which are of similar type i say please be original if you are original nobody can take away that from you if you're getting inspired by someone and then starting to make similar kind of content i mean that is only going to provide you content till a minimum amount of time like but then what is who are you what is your channel about it should be an extension to your personality so it's very important to you know showcase you whatever talent you have that could be anything mm-hmm. if you're sarcastic if you are good with uh, mimicry if you're good with anything just try to put that first and rest everything could be termed as you know your trial things like you're trying this video it's it's always good to try things out and like you don't know what will work for you but to keep that mm-hmm. original x factor that only you and you have should be like the highlight of your channel so i always say that and because that is one point which i used i mean i was not good with talking like because when i started all these content creators were about you know they, they used to stand and talk about certain like five types of people here and then they used to talk about it i was not good with talking i tried that i was good with imitating mm-hmm. people so i started doing skits and sketches mhm day one i've been doing that so i used my uh, you know stronger point as my usp and that is what people loved that's great the other thing that i want to ask you niharika is because as we usually call right the influencers the people uh you know who just follow the content creators and there are young girls looking up to these you know content creators who are creating all sort of content and they think that what they see online or they think what they see on instagram or on the youtube and uh, these travel let's say you know influencers i mean i do have a problem with that word but anyways i mean that's a different conversation altogether but uh, you know the content creators in in general right so things that were oh, you know what these are the people who are living the best of the life and then you know not usually putting the real face out there now is a content creator do you think that it would be a much better world when people understand that you know what you see on the screen is not always the real thing right for example in your case niharika is not always happy you know cracking jokes and laughing and jumping and you know being happy all the time right and you do go through your own emotions and you know on roller coaster of the emotion and you do have your own insecurities that you know a lot of other people do have right what what would you like to add on to that I mean uh, with our insta lives everyone you know they keep asking us like how are you happy all the time how are you so cheerful so full of energy i just i i completely be honest with myself like this is the time when i choose to instagram like with my sad face with my crying with my depression and everything i don't instagram so i don't 
let you see my that other side but i do have that side and i just mm-hmm. want to be honest about that i do have my sad days my bad days i have a fair share of everything that you have because our professions are maybe different but the life of a human is somewhere almost same like we have troubles maybe in our love life our economic life or with family with friends you will always have issues every person has mm-hmm. issue so we have mm-hmm. our own fair share of issues is just like i don't like to keep it here in front of you because i made it clear since day one that i am here to give you comedy content and that is only one thing i'm going to do now if you're asking mm-hmm. me about my personal life so i'm not a vlogger i'm not an influencer i don't want to uh, you know open my personal life for you to peep into it so i think it's a little unpolite for you to ask me also that about my personal life are whom are you dating what's happening in your life this and that i'm like i mean if you think that life is so happening and mm-hmm. uh, cheerful for other people all the time i'm like it's fake and i'm not even selling it that i'm mm-hmm. happy all the time i'm being honest about it that i'm not happy all the time yeah like all these products that you see fancy products that we guys are using right now i did not use this products back in 2016 i earned for 5 years and now when i can own it i'm using it you just have to wait mm-hmm. on and then own it it's simple nobody has given me that yeah absolutely so um every single time you hit that publish icon on the youtube what goes on your mind it's always about the numbers i mean i still have that same feeling what i had when i was uploading my first video how this video is going to perform are people going to like it a lot of times i have this uh, you know intuition about some video that oh my god this video is kick ass it's going to blow mind of people such a new topic but that video somehow tanks and then there are these topics where i feel like okay they are just moderately okay i'm not like having huge hopes from them and they cross millions and millions of views and somehow they become very popular so it's kind of dicey you cannot predict what people like out there but uh, it's always like you know exciting because you cannot predict what people will like out there so you just mm-hmm. have to i mean only by pressing that publish button you'll come to know after a day a few days later when you see your algorithm your analytics and what people how people are uh, you know reacting to it so it's always always uh, like exciting and it's like it puts you into this whole nervous mood where you don't know what's going to happen it's just like a big director releasing his movie movie hit hogi flop hogi with us creators it's the same you don't know which video will perform good is this kind of a pressure that comes from the fact that because you have such a huge number of people who are following you and uh, and the fear of like disappointing the audience and yes. i think you know that can always come in and also you know you want to stay relevant yes. right you know like i have a niche who love me for uh, you know all the women topics they love this mother character that i play like i started this channel because i want to keep putting new things like the creative things like something that i can try which is mm-hmm. new for me exciting for me as well so it's always like okay i'm you know like a new daughter in law who's cooking something very delicious and then she doesn't know if her in-laws are going to like it or not so it's always like this mm-hmm. testing times like oh guys i have made something very super cool for you guys how are you liking it so then they let you know it's like yeah okay but you do that kind of video better so it's it's a like mm-hmm. nice way of getting feedback also but yeah the fear is real 
of getting mm-hmm. judged and all these things but this is only with the kind of topic you are going to put not about the way you look and the way you have uh, tried to portray certain things in your video it's just about the topic how people are going to react to certain topic it's about that for me so the other thing that i want to talk about is you know creating responsibly right while there are you know the bigger the audience size that you have the bigger the responsibility that you have and what you want to put out and what you don't put out because that can really send a negative message to the people and especially like for example uh, on the podcast itself like i'm very mindful of what kind of things that we really put out because when people are listening in or maybe you know consuming your content that really leaning forward and they trust you right and they right. they kind of feel that you know this person wants the best of us now do you feel the same kind of uh, you know responsibility as a content creator for the people like you know who are following and then you know you just be mindful of what you really put and what you no, say no. even if it's on the comedy yeah may absolutely it's all about you know being responsible with the kind of words that you choose with the terms i mean a lot of times it was unintentional the kind of words we have used but then the people in the comments section they let us know that they are mm-hmm. not liking it and how you are being so irresponsible whereas it's not even intentional like you didn't mean to use those kind of thing in the first place but they let you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. after certain instances like we started keeping things in mind like there are certain topics which are sort of taboo you don't touch them you don't create anything about them mm-hmm. be, be it like you know religious topic and then a far more taboo is the political topic like you don't talk about mm-hmm. politics you don't mix politics mm-hmm. with comedy or people get hurt so badly so yeah these are the certain topics but theek hai ye to i mean these are like you know where people simply get offended on anything you put Mm. I mean, there are type of people who will, who will like they're just there to feel offended. They're like so vulnerable. They are so like weak, and God knows what they are. They'll feel bad about everything, but it's okay. These are mm-hmm. not the people we are talking about here. We're just talking about there are certain things which, like clearly, you should not, uh, you know, just. It's basically about considering that what are you putting out, mm-hmm. like. what kind of audience you are catering for yourself do you just want to be famous just like that by speaking anything or you just want to be a responsible creator who wants to have a good audience who thinks good about you also in the end mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i as a person as a creator i do that and uh, obviously it was a learning process i'm still under that process where i'm learning every day that what kind of things i have to do and what are the things i can't do because it's sort of you know unacceptable on their end Niharika your dad is a businessman yeah. and your mom is a teacher yeah. and here is a daughter who has done masters in journalism says that i want to do youtube where she doesn't even know if she's ever going to make any money out of it or if she's going to make anything out of it and here she is saying that oh this seems like a cool thing you know that i can probably try and do and uh, you know a couple of my friends said that they find me funny and then here i am saying that you know everybody is probably is going to find me funny and let me do this and let me try and make this uh, make a career out of it right what was that conversation like i you know if you if you recall what was that conversation like it was mad like i've i'm like the queen of making bad decisions at my home so i started with you know selecting commerce to become a ca which was like the first battle of my life because my parents really wanted me to study science but then they settled with commerce because i told them i'll become a ca 
and then when it was mm-hmm. time for me to take ca i was like you know what i don't want to study ca rather i want to do journalism then i was like what is this new bhoot you have on your head i was like please then i was like theek hai go ahead do journalism i did journalism and only to realize that i don't want to be a journalist because what mm-hmm. we what we were taught in college versus what what was like happening in reality was so contrasting so now mm-hmm. i was like okay what to do so i went and i uh, joined a radio station i did my internship there and i really really was looking forward to become an rj i literally had a knack of it i was kind of good also my mentors used to tell me like you know what you have a good voice you can talk you can make a good career here so become an rj but there were no vacancies there and then i was not someone who was being very patient about it i was not ready to travel to other cities so this was my struggling period like this one whole year where i was really not able to figure out is like what the hell i want to do i have masters degree mhm and it's not even like you know that i'm not getting a job it's just that i don't want to get a job in that field now it was a different mm-hmm. kind of struggle which i have created for myself so i did couple mm-hmm. of the theater workshops uh, just to you know uh, learn more about because i was so camera conscious i used to feel like you know i can't face camera like i have these talents where i really want to act but i don't have the courage to do it Mm-hmm. and uh, this usual casual talking with my friends because i had joined this kathak classes as a hobby class just because i really wanted to divert my mind from all the chaos that was going inside it so my friends started finding me funny when i used to you know share all these my college school stories with them and then they are the like typical millennials do teen saal chote hi mujhse but uh, they were more on social media than me mm-hmm. they told me like why don't you have your own youtube channel dude you are funny as f I said I don't know YouTube. <laughs> like, how does it mm-hmm. function? I started mm-hmm. doing my research on it. I took the first person whom I go about all these, uh, you know, like crazy ideas of mine is my brother. He is mm-hmm. the one who can talk to my parents. I can't because I really mm-hmm. don't know how to propose the idea. I'll be like, I want to do this. They'll be like, No, you can't do this. And then there's a fight. Mm-hmm. There's an argument. But Bhai knows mm-hmm. how to, you know, keep the topic in front of them and to, you know. like tell them all the positive sides of it all these uh-huh. things so he's a, he's a good talker smooth one a good presenter so he did that mm-hmm. to me and then my parents were like okay theek hai but i did not tell them about youtube i quietly did mm-hmm. it because i knew that it's very mm-hmm. difficult to explain this whole thing because there's no office there's no there's no boss there's nothing it's a, like a mm-hmm. internet thing you have to make videos and just upload it There's no guarantee. पैसे आएंगे कब आएंगे किसके अकाउंट में जाएंगे यू हैव नो आइडिया अबाउट दीज थिंग्स एंड वेन यू हैव इन्वेस्टेड सो मच इन एन एजुकेशन वेर पीपल आर लिटरली ऑल अबाउट स्टडी गुड गेट अ गुड जॉब अर्न दिस इज आर लाइफ राइट द मिडिल इंडियन क्लास थिंकिंग बट यूर आई एम अबाउट टू चेंज दैट होल थिंग फॉर मी इट वॉज लाइक अ वेरी dangerous thing at this point of time so i did not tell them i just made my first video with help of my friends my brother knew it i told him then i just told him mm-hmm. to believe in me and keep his mouth shut till i don't do something good about this youtube thing mhm so i showed my first video to my parents and my mother thought ki this is some college project because i was doing journalism mm-hmm. like media thing so we used to make yeah. all sorts of you know short movies and documentaries so it's like yeah this is cool this is fun nice nice i was like mm, thank you but they kept on making video then there was like after couple of months is uh, my brother was not here he was in usa so we all were on skype and then that was the time when i told them i was like guys this is kind of profession 
and they all says like baba you do it it's not like we are against we have never stopped you from you know pursuing whatever the hell you want to but mm-hmm. this doesn't sound promising <laughs> you have a yeah. degree for god's sake you use that yeah. you do this on weekends like your hobby or something mm-hmm. we are not asking you to like quit it but yeah. do something that is going to give you uh, you know some sense of freedom independence and all that i was like give me mm-hmm. one year i'm not a great multitasker i can't do job and youtube at the same time just give me one year if i don't do something mm-hmm. useful with myself on this platform i'll quit 101% so that was you know what when you are when you are sharing that it feels like uh, that's a bit of my uh, you know story as well because uh, i was doing my own job and i wanted to you know start a podcast and uh, at the same time i was preparing for the us for my masters and and you know every time i would sit down and uh, go through the you know gre mm. which is the you know exam that you need to clear before you can get to the us colleges and when i would sit down for that preparation and my head on the back of my head you know what i would think is hey you know what i already hate the job that i do and yeah. if i even go for my masters then that's another two years of studying something that right. i hate, that you hate. and Nothing. that also means because i have already wasted seven years of my life learning and training yeah. myself to do something and then that's going to decide another 70 and i'm never going to be happy and then when i went back went to my parents and said that hey guys you know what i think i'm going to give this podcasting thing a shot i don't think i want to go to the us anymore and you know for my higher studies and then me and my dad we ended up not you know talking to each other mm-hmm. for a, almost a couple of weeks and uh, and i had the same exact conversations i told them obviously i wish it was it yeah is a normal soft conversation the one that you want would like to have but i told them that hey you know what all i'm asking is just one year of my okay. life if i can make something out of this it's good if not then i'm going to leave the rest of my life in the terms that you guys have and you know they allowed that i mean they did yeah. not say yes but also they did not they just kept quiet and i think a lot of times parents just not saying anything even if you if you mm. can't encourage then just keep your mouth shut yeah don't just pull your kids leg saying that you know just don't I mean, do this uh, a lot of people are going to judge like this also when we talk about responsibilities see we can't even say this because they'll come backfiring ah oh, how are you talking this about parents your parents raised you and all <laughs> now but the thing that we are trying to tell you here is a child is capable of doing a lot more things than you have planned for him or her yeah so why can't you just let i mean already so many years have gone into uh, you know studying something i don't know if the child wants to study or not but it's never a harm to let the child have one year or two year for himself herself to decide what they want to do to explore yeah. at least because eventually they'll understand that you know whether they can do it or not and it's all about building yeah. that confidence in yourself i mean it's so it's so empowering i mean i can't even tell you like you have made this thing on your own this is your child your podcast yeah mm-hmm. captain nick is like my baby like i i made mm-hmm. it from scratch yeah yeah you know i Absolutely. know i don't have like 5 million 6 million subscribers i'm only about to reach two but i know all the hard work that has put into that too it it's me i i created mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's my identity mm-hmm. and now obviously i'm sure even your parents are super proud of you because mine definitely are i mean they were a shock say you know they flaunted outside like, oh captain yeah mm-hmm. she is a daughter and all he yeah mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god <laughs> so, yeah. yeah 
Absolutely. And um, when I look back at my kind of a thing, um, you know, when I started, uh, one of the things that kind of, you know, got me going, because for the first six months of me, you know, starting this podcast, there were mm-hmm. barely 20, 30 people listening to the podcast for the six months. You have already put the six months of work and there are barely anybody who's listening and, you know, not so many people even knew about the podcast. But the one thing, you know, that kind of kept me going was the fact that on every conversation that I was having with the, every person that I was bringing on my podcast, I was learning a lot. I was, right. you know, getting better as a person because I would, you know, I would get this different perspective altogether, right? Where I also got to know that, hey, you know what? There is not one success template. There are hmm. so many success so many. templates and right. every single person who comes to my show has got a different template and I can like create my own, right? And because of that, and if somebody is benefiting from the conversation that I have here, that that's amazing because, you know, then people also do have the same kind of questions that I'm asking to my guests, right? right? And that is something even, you know, today I get to learn so much and that's something that's, you know, in a way I often say that it's a bit of a shellfish kind of a project where mm-hmm. I get to learn a lot and ask right. all the stupid dumb questions that I want to ask to people and, you know, the people who listen to this find those questions interesting because, you know, they, those are the questions that people also have and that is something that really gets me going right Right. so what is it that gets you going what is it that kind of makes you want to record a video after video after video and how important is it to have that so it's it's been five years and i think it's safe for me to say that this whole process like i tell you now it's it's my idea i think of something then i write it down then i shoot it initially i used to edit Mm -hmm. my own videos from i guess one and a half years, I have a team of a videographer and editor who do my work for me. But this whole thing, I mean, I I can so proudly say, okay, listen, this is my video. This is my idea. Like the original mm-hmm. one. Because I have mm-hmm. this tendency of checking the topics, whether other creators have, you know, uh, worked on something similar or even on the same topic or not. So I really mm-hmm. feel proud about my this tiny brain who was not able to understand maths at some point of time in school. But now in this competition of creating content and everything, I'm coming up with new ideas. Yes, I'm not mm-hmm. getting that kind of uh, recognition. But whatever the little that I have, it's not little for me. It's, it's really in huge amount. Every single comment that says, you know what, Naharika, you uplift me. You change my mood. Mm-hmm. I've come from mm-hmm. a really bad day. I had a bad day mm. in the office. I was just crying. I had a breakup. I had something mm. going on with my mother. But watching your video, it made my mood go light. I mean, mm. that's that's my brownie point. I, I take that as a mm. compliment. I was like, yes, this is it. Yeah. This is like, that gives me such amount of happiness. And that lifts my mood. And that motivates mm. me. That keeps me going. These comments, mm. these edits, the sketches that people make for you. I mean, it, it's beyond your understanding. How can someone love you so much? Yeah. I'm not doing anything for that one particular person. It's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's make a video for Rashmi. Maybe because she had a bad day in office. No, I'm just putting my work out there because I love creating videos. It comes very naturally to me to act like some different person. But for them... It's it's just like eight minutes of pure, uh, you know, just watching the video and not thinking about anything else that is not great in their life at this point of time. So that thing is very like, it adds value to my work. 
I think you know you have made a very important uh, you know point while you were sharing this Niharika, which is a lot of people think that the work I might put out there might not impact people's life, and if it's mm-hmm. just that one Rashmi who is mm-hmm. probably getting impacted from yeah. your work, I think that's well worth the effort that you know you put on creating you know anything, uh, and I think that's where the fact that uh, you know and, and this is something that I have shared several times in the past on this podcast as well and which i would like to again kind of repeat is the fact that the gifts that you have is not your property that's right. your responsibility it's your responsibility to share your gifts with the world right? right you are obliged to put that gift out in the world so that other you know people can experience that so that other people can maybe you know you might just change someone's life or you might just give someone hope maybe you just can help someone get out of their right. darkest phase in the life right so the work that you put you just don't know what you know might come out of the work or the piece of art or whatever that is you put out so i think that's a great message so now for the people who are looking at doing something in their life on the edge of doing something right hmm. maybe starting something starting a blog or maybe starting a youtube or maybe doing a podcast or maybe taking you know photography or you know taking trying to create their right. own success template if you have to summarize everything that you have learned in your life or from your own journey and you know put it in three lessons that you have learned what would be those three the first thing is never ever ignore your gut if there's mm-hmm. something that your body your mind your soul everything is saying at the same time just go ahead and do it either mm-hmm. you'll succeed at it and if it's a failure don't consider it as a failure it's just your experience you have just learned something that this was not for you now it's time to do something else you, you shouldn't be bummed about it it's like oh i failed at it or i suck no this was just not for you i mean not every cloth is meant for you right you just need to find the perfect cloth for you but if your gut is telling you please go ahead and try that one what if it looks great on you please go ahead and just try it it will take few time of your life but i'm sure it will give you like this one great answer that only that you can get only by trying it either you are successful mm-hmm. or you understand that that thing is not for you so now it's time to move mm-hmm. on and do something else so never ignore your gut that is one thing second is uh, everything that you do in life comes with responsibility and the moment mm-hmm. you start taking it for granted is when you mm-hmm. really start losing that you know that power that you have over yourself to become mm-hmm. more powerful more uh, you know stronger than you require is also going to break a lot of things that is around you so it's always mm-hmm. important to keep everything in balance like with people like us also there are so many times when people say like oh you're so grounded and all after all these years of working hard and people recognize you as someone i was like yeah that's great but then maybe after 5 years that's not going to be mm-hmm. i might not have this so it's very important to yeah. feel grateful about it and still be grounded like you don't yeah. go over the top and start considering yourself like katrina care for someone who's like oh, now no, in fact me. yeah yeah so always absolutely in fact the episode that we did just before you know your episode yeah. the one that we released and i asked the same question to my guest like you know what is the practice that really makes you grateful and he made this like really powerful you know exercise where you know on the grander scheme of thing you and i don't even exist yeah <laughs> right exactly. so so it's definitely not important at all for you to think that oh you know what i'm so important on the grander scheme things like if you 
you know, zoom out and from grander scheme of things. I mean, you and I just don't even matter. So, yeah, go ahead, go on. So, creating a big bubble for yourself is like, oh no, what? I'm a superstar. No, dude, you mm. are like in comparison <laughs> to a lot of things you don't exist. That is so true. Now, third is taking things for granted, which is like a sub point for the third one only. But, you know, like we say, this podcast is your thing. This whole Captain thing, Captain Nick is my thing. Mm-hmm. So I can't take it for granted and just put anything that I want. I have like really struggled and work hard for this thing. I've built it. So I'm going to do everything to protect it. At the same point mm-hmm. when I'm saying this, I'm going to protect it. That means uh, I'm going to protect myself also from being corrupted. Mm-hmm. You know? So these are the things like if you've got it, now you need to protect it. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, get better every single time is what you are saying, right? So I mean, the only way you can protect this is by getting better, staying rele- yes. relevant, putting greater stuff out there putting the best also, out there and you know learning things i mean when i started there were so many things which i felt like oh no this is the truth i'm not going to change myself no change is only constant you only keep learning new things in your life and then on learning is also a type of learning only so there are so many things that you know i've left behind i, I used to be very stubborn about them but now i'm like no like you need to learn things. You can't be stubborn about something. It's like, no, I will never do this. Or no, I'm going to always do this. No, you got to be a little flexible. Not with your principles, but mm-hmm. the way market works, the way people are working around. I mean, if you don't fit in, it's it's just about the, that saying, you know, if the tree is not flexible and all, it's going to get broken right in the between. So it's, no. it's okay to, uh, you know, let go a few things. I mean, there's going to be cheating. There's going to be people taking away your work. Uh, you will feel lonely at times. You will feel isolated when people are not supporting you enough. When people have left you, when you were popular, there used to be mm-hmm. so many friends around you. Now, if you're not doing yeah. great economically, so people have changed. Don't let these things make you go bitter. Like, no, no, people have done this to me. I'm also going to do this to them. No, there is no tip mm-hmm. for that. It's not going to bring good for anyone. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, being a good human after all, like it yeah. doesn't matter like yeah. what you are. You are a doctor, you are an actor, you are a singer, whatever profession you practice. To be mm-hmm. a good human is a key. I mean, eventually that is going to be there when you turn 60, 70, 80, whatever. Like when you die, if you have a good tongue, people are going to remember you, not your pretty face. Awesome. So this has been a great conversation, Nick. I have one, uh, you know, last question that I ask every single guest, you know, at the end of the conversation. Before I ask you that question, I'd like to thank you for all the great work that you're putting out there. And also for the people who are here, do check her out and uh, on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, YouTube yes. and uh, yes, yes, her channel is called Captain Nick. Um, just go find her. Just Google her. She is all over the she's all over the internet. Um, if you're just feeling low or just need something to laugh, and you know smile um, about. her content definitely yes, smile about her content. You know definitely brings smile to your face and also not the regular kind of a comedy content, right? So I think I would like to say it's a bit of an offbeat kind of a content, which I think is what she does best because that's who she is, right? And I think, um, and she she does it very, very beautifully. So um, so here's the last question for you. Imagine you are standing on the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world. And there are millions and millions of people, every single city is occupied 
and there you are on the stage and you have been given only one minute of the time to share the most important lesson that you have learned in your life what would be your lesson i have been saying this for over more than 10 years now to find the perfect balance in your life in everything that you do if it's work if it's love if it's eating sleeping no matter what it is to find the perfect balance the moment you lose your balance and do something less or something more than required it's going to create disturbance i mean that mantra i swear i don't know from where i have learned it i guess from one of the novels that i was reading but my mind is stuck there so i don't become extra sweet to someone to make them feel uncomfortable oh it's like what you know she's just buttering us up or something like that and i guess eventually in the end it's all about you know people remembering you like for for all these work that we have done now doesn't matter if it's a noble job it's conventional unconventional in the end people are just going to remember you for all your deeds and being a balanced person somehow literally balances everything and when i say creating balance it's it's literally about everything in life so that's my one go to mantra and I literally like i don't give free advices or anything to anyone i'm not someone who believes in you know giving speeches because i feel like people really don't want it they'll be like kya pakari hai this and that but if i'm asked i always say that find balance you can't do anything that is in less amount or more amount it's just a practice it will come with time you need to start practicing it from right now just always try like if there's something you're doing less or something that you're doing more than required to find the balance that is it find the perfect balance on that note thank you niharika thank you so much for being on the show it has been such a great time having this conversation and uh, you know getting to know you more Same. Uh, i hope yeah listeners enjoyed this conversation thanks again for being on the show thank you so much vijay i'll catch you soon Thank you so much for listening to this conversation with Niharika Singh. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you did, please share the episode with your friends by visiting the show notes page at theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 110. If you are listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review for the show. This will help us reach more people so that they can benefit from these conversations. You can send me a voice note by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash speak. That is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash S-P-E-A-K. Speak. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.